are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. So what we see then in the Scripture is that God made covenants with men. Somebody said, well, how did God destroy the earth with water if he was left on the outside looking in? How did he do all those things then? Did you notice he made a covenant with Noah? That's how he had access to do it. Now, there's certain things God could do in the earth, but there was a lot of things God couldn't do. Not because he didn't have the power to do it, but because of his word, he was limited in what he could do. See, there's certain things God can't do. God can't lie. And if God had to come in here in His divine Godhead power, started destroying the works of the devil, then God would have been a liar. Now, let's go over to Luke, the third chapter. Now, while you're turning there, let me just kind of fill you in on some things. Jesus was born in the earth. He lived for 30 years on this planet earth. See, we're talking about the authority now, authority of man And it's actually the authority that Jesus operated in on this planet earth was the authority of a man. Now just stay with us, it'll all turn out all right. Certainly he was a son of God, but he operated with the authority of a man. Now he lived for 30 years on this planet earth. He did something that had never been done in all of the years before. He lived and walked perfect upright under that old covenant, and he fulfilled it to the letter. Now, see, he said, I didn't come to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. Now, no man had ever been able to do that. And because he did that, then it made it legal for God to anoint him with the Holy Ghost and healing power. Delivering, devil casting out power. God anointed him with it. Now, there's a misconception in the religious circles about why Jesus healed the sick. Some say that he healed the sick because he was the son of God. Well, the Bible doesn't teach that. It teaches something very different. And I want us to see it. Jesus healed the sick because God anointed him. He was certainly the son of God, all right. But that wasn't the reason he healed the sick. Because for 30 years he was the son of God. And never healed a single person. Not one. He didn't cast out one demon. Not one. He didn't do any miracles. Not one for 30 years. You know why he didn't? Because he couldn't. Somebody said, you mean you think Jesus couldn't? I know he couldn't. From what the scripture says. He could only do it after God anointed him. Now let me show it to you in the scripture. There in Luke, the third chapter, verse 21. Now, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus being baptized and praying, the heavens were opened, the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape, like a dove upon him, and a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved Son, and thee I am well pleased. And Jesus himself began to be about 30 years of age, being, as was supposed, the son of Joseph. Well, we know he wasn't the son of Joseph. He was the son of God, all right. But yet, for 30 years, he didn't do any miracles. For 30 years, he didn't heal any sick people. Now, surely he's as much the son of God when he's 29 as he was when he's 30. So you see, the idea that Jesus healed the sick because he was the son of God just won't hold up in the light of the scriptures. 
Because he was the son of God when he was 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, and 30. But now notice what happened when he was baptized in the river Jordan. The Holy Ghost descended on him. Same Holy Ghost that came on the day of Pentecost. The same Holy Ghost that dwells in the believer today. Now watch what happened after this. Now we'll skip some things for the sake of time, but come over to the fourth chapter of Luke. Verse 14, And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him throughout all the region round about. He taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he'd been brought up, and his custom was, he went into the synagogue. On the Sabbath day he stood up for to read, and there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. When he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. Notice he found the place. He deliberately took a text from this scripture. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captive, recovering of sight to the blind, set liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He closed the book, gave it again to the minister, sat down, the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened upon him. He began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Now you'll notice at this point, Jesus went to Isaiah, the 61st chapter, and he said what God said about him. Well, now, God said that about him hundreds of years before through the prophet Isaiah. But he didn't heal the sick. He didn't cause the blind to see when he was 29 years old. And this scripture was just as strong then as it was now. What was the difference? The difference was the anointing of the Holy Ghost. For 30 years he walked perfect and upright under the old covenant without the anointing of God to heal the sick, to cast out demons. But now when the Holy Ghost descended upon him, he's a different man. Now what you need to understand is that Jesus had to be born with a physical flesh, blood, and bone body to have authority on the planet Earth. That's why... He had to be born of a virgin. He couldn't have an earthly father. He had to have the blood of God in him. The life of God in him. Or he had been like every other fallen man. He was the son of God, all right. But yet he was born on this earth as a man. First of all, now listen to me closely. First of all, Jesus was a man. He had a physical body. He walked like a man. He talked like a man. He ate like a man. He got tired like a man. You know why? Because he was a man. He was son of God, all right, but he's still a man. See, he called himself the son of man. He always called himself the son of man. He related to the fact of man. Now, follow me over to the 10th chapter of the Gospel of John. Verse 1 and 2. Jesus gives some insight into it. Verse 1, he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. Now, specifically, verse 1 is talking about the devil. But it also includes demons and evil spirits. Verse 2, Jesus said, He that entered in by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. Now, specifically, verse 2 is talking about Jesus. He is the great shepherd. But it includes every person that's born on this planet. Now, that doesn't mean that every person that's born here is a shepherd. What he's saying is, the shepherd has legal right to be in the sheepfold. Somebody that climbs up some other way into the sheepfold is up to no good. He's coming to steal, kill, and destroy. 
See, he says that in verse 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, destroy. I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Now that's the dividing line of the Bible. If you'll get a good understanding of that, you'll have a good balanced understanding of the Bible. That Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus came to give you life and it more abundantly. Always. Say always. always. Satan always comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus always, always comes to bring life and it more abundantly. He never brings sickness. He never brings disease. He never brings poverty. Life and it more abundantly. Now, let's take a look at this. He said, He that enter not by the door. The door simply represents a legal entry. There's a legal entry into this building. There's a legal entry into the First National downtown. <laughs> and you don't want to go messing around the windows, you know, at night. Get in illegally. They'll put you in jail. He that entered not by the door, in other words, through the legal entry into the sheepfold. Now, the sheepfold is the earth. It's not heaven, it's the earth. He that entered not into the earth through the legal entry, but climbed up some other way, is a thief and a robber. Now, that's Satan. It also includes demons and evil spirits. And Satan is the one that entered illegally into this planet. Now, you want to know what the legal entry is? Jesus said, I entered in through the door. The door into this planet is being born here. Say, born Born of a woman is the legal entry into this planet. Now, any spirit being, listen closely, any spirit being that enters into this planet any other way than being born here can do very little on this planet. They have no authority. Very little authority, if any, on this planet. Therefore, Jesus is saying Satan is illegal to this planet. He has no authority here. He was not born here. He does not have a physical body. Jesus said to Nicodemus, that which is born of flesh is flesh. This body is flesh because it was born of flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. In other words, he told Nicodemus, the legal entry into the earth is being born here. The legal entry into the kingdom of God is being born of the spirit. A little further on, Jesus said, I am the door. He is the door into the kingdom of God. In verse 2, he came by the door, the legal entry into the earth, which is being born of the flesh. Now, Satan is illegal on this planet. He has no authority here, but he has lorded it over God's heritage by fear and trying to con you into believing that he is the big devil with all the almighty power. Satan, the devil, is no match for any Christian born of the Spirit of God that knows his right standing in Jesus and his righteousness in Christ. If you're born again, you have become the righteousness of God in Christ and Christ dwells in you and Jesus gave him a licking that he has never forgotten. And when he looks at you and sees the righteousness of God, he don't know whether that's you or God in there. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, we're talking about authority here on the broadcast today, and we're offering the series, the Authority Series. It's CD offer number 7411. It's four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling, total of $34. In this Authority Series, we talk about the authority of man, the authority of Jesus, 
We talk about many people in the body of Christ have never understood about God and about Jesus and His ministry here on earth. I promise you it's an eyebrow-raising series concerning your authority as a believer. You know, in the beginning, in Genesis' account, God said, Let us make man in our image and our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl there, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing. Now, folks, it's just good news to know that you have dominion over creeps today. I'm telling you, there's a lot of strange things going on out there. But God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. God blessed them, said to them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over it. Now, Psalms 8 says, over all the work of his hands. Now, so many people get the idea that, well, you know, God just kind of left us here to kind of fend for ourselves, and we don't have any authority. We're just hoping to God that he'll build us a cabin in the corner of glory land. No, in the name of Jesus, he gave us authority to use his name, and his name is above every name, above principalities, power, might, and dominion, and every name that is named in heaven and earth. That's CD offer number 7411. It's four CDs entitled The Authority Series for $29 plus $5 postage and handling. Total of $34. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.